0: And you also talk about love languages like you should know your spouse's love language yes now think of a two-minute habit my husband's love language is a physical touch <laughs> i start every morning by giving him a kiss no matter what i'm doing i stop what i'm doing and i give him a kiss
1: i thought differently about a two-minute habit
0: yeah that would have been like five minutes yeah he, he he can do he can go for a good five minutes
1: i'd be fine with too <laughs>
0: I would be fine with two. It just does not help. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> that won't be in there. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> we do a great job in the editing room. Our editing team is amazing.
0: They are amazing.
1: They even edit through COVID. It, editing all the time. Is it fun editing our podcast? It really is. It is. Because I get to see all the faces and like all the... It's It's neat. It's kind of fun. I won't pass it up. I'm glad you enjoy that. Today on Faith at Eight, we are still in Daughters of Grace, and today we're talking about Esther. Yeah, so um, Linda Deju from Arizona. Hi, Linda from
0: Arizona. Hi, Linda. She was like, you all think that I know more than I know. Can you give me a little background on these daughters? And I went, sure. Mm-hmm. Let me go learn some background on these daughters. I appreciate that she thought, like, I knew something, but I didn't. We're all going to learn. But yeah, like, we definitely want... We get not everyone's actually reading alongside mm-hmm. of us. So, um, Esther. So the book of Esther, it takes place between 460 and 400 BC. And it takes place in Persia. And Esther, who Esther is, is there is a queen, Vashanti. She refuses the king's request. He's like, come, I'm having... A big, like, tw- bajillion-day party. I think it was, like, 108 days or 180 days. Like, a, a huge party. Lots of alcohol. And um, so n- there was a bit of sinning happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, she refuses to go and be put on display for him. So mm-hmm. he hosts a sort of beauty pageant to pick his next queen. That sounds and don't normal. want a show,
1: fine. Beauty pageant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, she- Aster is taken to this beauty pageant, she finds favor in God, and if I, no, favor in the king, however, he does not know that she is an exiled Jew, because this happens after Babylon, and they've been now exiled from um, the promised land. Mm -hmm. I think that's all I know.
1: And that's the background of Esther.
0: And that is... We appreciate my Shanna version yeah, of the background.
1: We appreciate the um, the feedback. Absolutely. And so we love having the conversations, you know, off camera that we have because that helps us do a, a, yes. a better job on our side as well. Because, you know, we know that a lot of you grab the Daily Grace company Bible study and you study it before you come on. And, and it's more of like a conversation that we're having through the podcast. But we also know not everybody's mm-hmm. able to do that. And this may be their or your only time that you're actually learning about Esther or any of the other daughters. <clears throat> so that simple little tip has really helped us. And so feel free to reach out to us. Like, yes, we're friendly people. Absolutely. Well, Jill's very friendly. I try to be. Um
0: So Linda, that's, that's a joke, kind of. Um, so Linda, thank you for your feedback. And Linda was at our Faith at eat retreat. Mm-hmm. And she... She came the furthest. She came all the way from Arizona to Florida. I love that so much. That is so humbling mm-hmm. to know that someone took the time to fly four hours. I drove 15 minutes. So I really, really appreciated that. So thank you, Linda. We are, we are thinking of you today as we do Esther.
1: That's right. So I really loved Esther and the, the whole story of Esther. And I think she's one of the um, women in the Bible that you hear about. I feel like it's Esther and Ruth and Mary. Right. Like, I just feel like there's certain ones that you hear about, but I never really understood um, the, the story of Esther. And what is really interesting in this book, God is never mentioned. I did think that was interesting as well. And so when you're reading this, you're not reading to see what does God say? Where is, is he speaking? But instead you look, th- look for God through the activity. You look through God through the words and the actions. And I actually thoroughly enjoy Um, sections of of the Bible that are like this because it makes me go on a hunt. It makes me go through this and see, okay, where are the sections that I'm seeing God actually show through? And when we look at Esther, we look at the actions that she took, again, with other women of the Bible that we see as well, is in faith, in in moving forward and not necessarily knowing what the end result is going to be, but having that trust and faith in this is the direction that I'm being guided. This is the direction that I'm supposed to walk in. And when we step back and look at the entire book and say, um, you know, she, she entered this quote unquote beauty pageant. Yeah. She won the favor, but then she still like could only go to her king when he had called on her. And there was the point where she had to go to him. And like, these are just stories that you think about. How does this relate to today? And you can actually reflect and say, you know what? We may not be having a, a 108 day party. We may not be having a beauty pageant to pick a new queen You just have these thoughts, but how can we relate it to what's actually going on in our lives? And how are we walking in faith, even when the circumstances or whatever is surrounding us seems to be absolutely crazy? Yeah. And it's it's like, you could
0: read Esther and be like, wow, what a coincidence. Wow. What a coincidence. (laughs) No, 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 friend. It's not a coincidence. (laughs) It's called God's divine hand. It's called God's sovereignty. It like, and, and when you, that, that. It just reminds us, because how often do we go through the day and be like, wow, that isn't, isn't that interesting or coincidental that happened? And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you need to reflect and realize, like, this is God's sovereign hand. This is God's mm-hmm. divine hand laying his his hand on this situation and making it work out a specific way. Mm-hmm. And um, we oftentimes will not give God credit where credit is due, but we'll blame him for everything. Um, <laughs> that's just how it is. And and to, rem- to remember that was just... For me, I was like, oh, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. And um, also, I think some people, if they don't realize, you know, she's an exiled Jew, Mm -hmm. which means if the king finds out, he may kill her. Yeah. Her her going to him, Mm -hmm. um, all of those pieces, that that could be, you know, her final day. This could be her final act. And oftentimes, wait, I'm looking for my notes. I'm over here. I'm over here. Well, we want to be used by God, but we mm-hmm. only want to be used how we want to be used. Mm-hmm. Like, we are not like, God, use me in all situations. We're like, God, use me. If it could be like this, that'd be great. And then God will use us in a hardship, and we'll get angry that we're in a hardship mm-hmm. instead of seeing the blessing of God's divine hand. And someone I thought that's more a today person is Bethany Hamilton. You know, Bethany Hamilton is uh, goes around and evangelizes God and ta- teaches other about Christ. Would anyone even know how she, who she was if she wasn't didn't have her arm bit off by a shark when she was a teenager? Right. Probably not. She'd be. Uh, Just another surfer that we wouldn't even know. But because she's been through this hardship, Mm -hmm. people know her and recognize her name. And uh, Tim Tebow, I think that's another one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if he didn't keep getting cut from the NFL, would anyone really know who he was? And would he be such a prominent figure? But a lot of times it's actually in hardship that God really truly uses us. Um, But we get angry when we're in hardship. We think God's forgotten us because we're in hardship. No, friend. That is when God can really what they say um getting a testimony is hard but getting it but getting a testimony is powerful mm-hmm. something along those lines I may have just made that up but but all, we get mad at the testimony we get mad at the trial that we're going through that will that will lead to a testimony because we expect oh well if I follow God everything's going to work out everything's going to be all right mm-hmm. no that's not necessarily the
1: case no And, you know, there's a quote that you usually see around Esther that's, um, you know, you were made for such a time as this. Yes. And it's one of those verses that, like, you hear over and over, but do you really understand the magnitude of it? Right. Like, when we step back and say, you know, Esther was made for a time such as that, you know, she was open to being used by God exactly who she she was and exactly where she was. And how often are we opening ourselves up to say God use me exactly where I am, exactly as I am, you know, morally corrupt, you know, sinning mm-hmm. regularly, but use me where I am. And I think the beauty of Esther um just the book of Esther is that God will use you exactly as you are where you are, but are you willing to be used? Yes you know, we're just coming off, we're recording right after um, I was not able to go to the faith at eight retreat. Um, Linda was there. Jill was not. (laughs) And it was because of COVID. Yeah. Right. And so it was an interesting and and I hope to get more detailed on an upcoming episode about that as well. But understanding that God was using me during that um, time by not being at the faith at eight retreat as well because that brought in different discussions it allowed God to work in different ways by me stepping back and saying you're using me even in the even though I don't understand this I don't understand why I'm not present at the one retreat that like we worked for yes. but I knew that that wasn't my place and I had to listen the moment that I saw that Tesco positive I go all right, God, whatever you have, like use me, even when I'm not there physically, what can I do? And how many times do things happen in our life? You know, when you get COVID and it and it like changes the direction of of things that are going, do we step up to God and say, all right, use me through this? Or is it a, why are you doing this to me? Mm -hmm. Why are you not letting me go to this? I have to be there. There was not one part of me that said, um, I have to be there. I knew that God was going to use the retreat for his purpose. So in situations, are we stepping up and letting God control where we are supposed to go? Or are we still stepping forward and saying, but it's supposed to look this way?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, should we put in there that you text me you're positive and I was like Mm -hmm. you're pregnant and she was like what like what what are we talking about here I'm so confused but it was a really good reminder I think to me and I'm sure to you is that the retreat wasn't about us Mm -hmm. it wasn't about Jill and Shannon it was about God it was about Jesus it was about Mm -hmm. um helping these women as he created us and has provided us to do and it was a very humbling experience of okay well this is a good reminder that it we don't need to be there and God will still provide. I was there um, mm-hmm. because I did need to be there. I had the food, um, <laughs> but that's about it. But um, and I love that you mentioned um, Esther four fourteen and how so many people mm-hmm. focus so much on that. And what I love, what what I think sometimes we don't re- remember is four sixteen and her response. And I think it's just as powerful of what as what I'm going to say. Her uncle's name is Mordecai. Mm-hmm. Said to her um and she said in Esther 4:16 go and assemble all the Jews who can be found in Susa and fast and fast for me don't eat or drink for 3 days night or day i and my female servants will go and fast in the same way after that i will go to the king and even if it is against the law if i perish i perish so we come into these moments where we are up against something that's very hard. We're up against this hardship. We're in a season of like, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. And we just get angry. And when we look, and I really felt like, wow, I can learn so much about Est- from Esther because she fasts. She goes to God. She doesn't say it, but in fasting, that's typically as people are leaning on God. She fasts, and then she says... And if this is his his decision, this is his decision. And I know in my life I have had hardships. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I always had an Esther mentality about it. Right. There were times where I had a very Shannon mentality about it. Um, and And what can I learn from her? The next time I'm in a hardship, why not... I had COVID before you had COVID. Uh-huh. Um, I fasted because I didn't want to eat for three days. I don't think that <laughs> counts, but I'm going to try to count it. But there's so much clarity in fasting. Oh, there's yes. so much clarity. There was so much clarity in COVID. I don't. I know that you've said the same thing. Uh-huh. There was so much cl- uh, so much clarity in that. My husband and I, we act very differently towards people who have had COVID after us. I will say that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but realizing that, you know, my mom used to always say, everything happens for a reason, Shanna. Yeah, there is, and, and that was her very um, secular way of saying, you know, God is sovereign over all things. God used her because she was willing to be used. Yes. He had placed her in that exact position for such a time as this, and then she was willing to be used. And that's where our obedience is so important. So when we go into a hardship, do we go into a time of fasting and ask God for guidance and clarity and just rely and trust in him, trust yep. in his sovereignty? Or do we fight against it? God can't use us if we're
1: fighting him
0: the entire time.
1: And you make such a a great point because with that statement, if you're not reading the entire statement and and understanding it, I think it's overused, especially in this boss babe mentality of, oh, you were made for this, girl. Go hustle it out. That's not what this means. This isn't a, like, yay, you hit this because you were made for such a time as this. That's not what it is. And I got a little choked up because... Um, I was called to fast the day before I was positive. Mm-hmm. So I bought all of the juices that I needed in order to do a three day fast. And I didn't understand it. And as soon as it went positive, one of the first conversations I had with Jeff was if God's plan is that I'm not here through COVID, that's his plan. And I need you to remember that. Yeah. So that also brought up like, if I perish, I perish because I was fully leaning into whatever this Pay, this this path is this plan is mm-hmm. it is not mine. So yeah. whatever you have for me, and you know the the way that COVID works is, I will a hundred percent say it is a demonic. I would agree. It is demonic in in so many levels, and there was clarity. Maybe that's what topic we should do coming up, like clarity in COVID. Um, But now stepping back and and understanding that this isn't coincidence that we're studying Esther, that we are covering almost a mirror image of what I was drawn to do and the experiences that I have, and how many times are we not listening? How yeah. many times are we not looking and saying, you know what, I was made for a time such as this, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be walked out in a certain way for me to get Absolutely. to my goals.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and God wants
0: to work through us, mm-hmm. um, and so he delegates responsibilities to us. All we have to do is obey, Yeah, and it's so hard for us. It, like, is the hardest thing for us. And I don't know what that is. I know it's hard because I have two little girls that just don't understand the concept at all. And I struggle with it a lot with them. Um, But, you know, what if you're in a hardship and instead of seeing it as this hardship, you see it as a privilege of being used by him in his divine way. And I, I too have had clarity in COVID and even in the broader aspect of the last 18 months of COVID, Mm -hmm. like before I had it, while having it, after having it, there has been so much 2020 vision clarity happening in my life and I don't always like it in terms of the the situation I'm in but I have to understand that it is not my job to understand why this is happening to me it is not my responsibility to know all these things it's my responsibility to obey Mm -hmm. when God gives me puts me in a certain situation when he puts me in the hardship I am told in the word that in um no matter what the situation to glorify god in Mm -hmm. all things to find gratitude and joy in all situations that's in the new testament but and i know we're in the old testament but still like so am i finding gratitude in the season that i'm in um you know he has put us in our places for such a time as this and we want to be used for a service but then we complain about being used by him like oh but i don't (laughs) like this situation and 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 then we're like, oh well, that's not how I that's not what I meant, right? That's not how I want to be used. right. Do we really know more than the the creator of the heavens and the earth of all the universe like i I don't, so why do I pretend like I do? Why do I act like I not pretend? I don't think it's the right word. Why do I act like I do?
1: And I think that's the great reflection, the <laughs> reflection, the reflection point, the good reflection point of saying, okay, wait a minute, am I truly being obedient? Am I truly listening mm-hmm. and open and willing to say, you know what, what direction do you want me to go in? Mm-hmm. Where am I supposed to go? Am I missing it? Or am I trying to put, you know, that square peg in a round hole? Am I trying to to make it happen? Mm-hmm. Because this, if things work out this way, then I will have X, Y, or Z, mm-hmm. instead of sitting back and saying, God, what do you want from me?
0: Absolutely. In Daily Grace, they do ask questions. And mm-hmm. one of the questions is, what can I learn from Esther's story? And how can I apply it to my own life? And I have committed that whenever I'm in a season that I don't understand what's going on, which can happen moment by no moment, mm-hmm. to ask myself, what if I am in this hardship for God? What if he's put me this in hardship? Because what we do is we're in a hardship and we just blame it on spiritual attacks. Oh, it must be a spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. has to be a spiritual attack. Oh, it has to be... No, no, no. Sometimes God places us in that hardship Mm -hmm. because he wants to be able to use us. So sometimes it's not a spiritual attack and we need to find gratitude in that hardship
1: and we also ha- have to understand that spiritual attacks are allowed by God.
0: Absolutely. And so the if, sovereignty. We, if we're
1: thinking that oh well because I have God nothing will happen like read the book book rules of engagement by Derek yes. Prince and you will understand the spiritual realm and spiritual attacks on such a different level. Um as I was recovering from COVID, it the spiritual attacks were crazy and I just kept thinking of Job. Like I go there all the time and I'm like <laughs> all right, okay, whatever's happening to me is not a surprise by God. Mm-mm. So I can lean in and I can have gratitude and I can say, you know, regardless of what is happening, I can lean in there and understand that that this does not surprise God, or I can sit there and say, I can't believe that this is happening to me.
0: Yeah, and just remembering that we know that it says in Romans eight twenty eight, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Uh-huh. So we have been called according to his purpose. It doesn't, and nowhere in the Bible does it say we're called to live a life of, a, of material abundance mm-hmm. and nothing ever goes wrong and there's never ever any sickness in our lives and everything just goes to this perfect plan that was, that is not what it says. It says according to his purpose, not according yeah. to our purpose.
1: And that's another place to look at, you know, am I truly living according to his purpose or am I really focused on myself? And if it looks a certain way that I want it to, then we'll live it out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wrote down, are we willing and ready to be used by God? Are we really there? And if not, then what can I do in order to be there? What do I need to pray for to take off to where, you know, I don't, I don't want to have that need of control or that Mm -hmm. need to know what comes next. You know, he shines the light at my feet. I don't need to see what's happening down there because I have trust that he's taking me in the path that is designed for me, but that takes repetitive looking in the mirror and saying, am I truly giving it up or am Absolutely. I still trying to have that control?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Oh, that's me. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's my turn. Um Dear heavenly father, we are in all of who you are and that you created us. You knitted us in our mother's womb and that you show us through Esther Lord, that um, we were created for a plan and a purpose But we have to be willing to obey. Father God, please forgive us that so often we are not willing to obey. We fight back like toddlers having temper tantrums because things are not going our way. We ask why me and act as victims instead of believing and trusting in your sovereignty, Lord. That that you are a good, sovereign God and that you have created all things with a plan and purpose, even our hardships. Father God, we are so thankful that when we have moments where we forget, we can go back to your word and read stories like Esther and read through the Bible and be reminded that we need to find joy and gratitude in the hardships, in the valleys, because you are the same God in the valley as you are on the mountaintop, Lord. Um, Thank you for that. Thank you for never, never forsaking us, for never leaving us and always, always being there to guide us through When we are willing to obey, Lord, and even when we're not willing to obey, you never leave us. You are right there waiting for us patiently. Father God, as we go into our week, Lord, as we walk through um, the coming days, Father God, please give us hearts. Um, Break our hard hearts and give us hearts of flesh, Lord, not stone, Lord. Let us have hearts that are soft to you. Let us us have humble hearts that are confident in you, Lord, not in our own understanding and our own abilities, but in you, Lord, in your ability to use all things for your glory and our good. Let us be willing to obey. Let us find joy Father God, in the hardships, let us find lessons um, in the valleys, Father God. Let us be amazing uh, examples of how you can use all things for your glory and our good, Lord. Let us walk out a trial that leads to a testimony that points directly to you, Lord, and not to us, and not to our flesh and not to um, our own abilities, but to your abundant Um, grace and love and how you can do all things and you can just move mountains, Lord. Let us just be focused on you in these valleys that we're in, Lord. And let us reflect on 2020 and 2021 and of all the things that are going on and seeing your, your sovereign hand and divine hand over all of it. Seeing the joy of what has been created in this season and not the darkness that the enemy is trying to magnify. We're so grateful to you and all that you do, and it is in your name that we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks, friends. We'll see you later. Bye. And don't forget, whatever platform you're listening on, like, (laughs) subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend. That's how we get this out even further. And we're celebrating. We just hit over 1,000 downloads. So congratulations. We are getting even further out. So like, subscribe leave a review, and let's spread faith at eight even further. Yeah, do all the things. All the things. Pretty please. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye.